There's a place here at the table Your coats go by the door You can kick your shoes off in that pile on the floor I hope you wore elastic Cause your waistband's gonna get tight Take time's done, we're having a night Hi guys! Hello! I'm Ari. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Keep rolling! Wow, oh my god. that's amazing, guys. Yeah. Ari and I were together last night. We were talking about like what's going on with the moon and the exhaustion and the there's something. I'm Ari and I'm <laughs> Sophie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and I'm having an aneurysm. Yep. Um, and this is having a night. A podcast dedicated to reviving the lost art of the dinner party. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. What did you eat this week? This week, I ate this amazing um, Korean stew that I made with, uh, I think in the original recipe, it's from the New York Times. You're supposed to use a whole chicken, but I just used um, thighs thighs. and and legs because I don't want that breast. No no dry breast. Uh -uh. Um, Although I guess if you're going to cook a breast, that's the best time to cook it in a stew. stew. To make sure it maintains moisture content. Yeah. And you just like rub it with some gochujang and then you throw it in a pot with some kimchi and not even stock, just water and some spices and potatoes, ginger, garlic, and boil it for a while. Next time I do it, I'm going to sear the chicken off and brown it first and had it with some rice. I mean... It was all of the things that I want, that kind of orange, oily color that I want to eat slash rub all over my face. Yep. It's the oil from a pizza. It's that color mm-hmm. running down your hand. Yes. Ooh, delicious. That was what I ate. What about you? I uh, was with my parents this weekend, and we made an Allison Roman recipe, actually, of a Roast chicken just rubbed in salt and pepper. I think we put some oregano inside. Oh, actually, we ground up some fennel seeds, put it on. That's also part of the recipe. And then cut up basically Campari tomatoes in half, put them all around the baking dish, whole head of garlic, Mm. uh, cut in half horizontally, and then two tablespoons of butter cut into pieces and all over the baking dish and then you Yum. roast it at 325 for like two and a half hours oh. which usually my dad and I are high heat low time roasters but this was low heat high time roasting very delicious yeah Crispy skin. Roman is like all about that low and slow everything more importantly woo! let's talk about who we got on this week I'm shaking with anticipation because this episode is Really top-notch. We have on an incredibly special guest. Her name is Claire Olshan. She is uh, the founder of Dada Daily, which is this new, beautiful, healthy snack company. And she knows how to throw a dinner party. When she starts to talk, you guys, obviously, you will not be able to see our faces, but Sophie and I kind of were looking at each other during this interview being like... Should we quit? Yeah. Like, should she be the host of this podcast? She knows how to throw a party. So sit back, relax, have a piece of chocolate. Oh, yeah. And yeah. get ready to indulge. Mm-hmm. So here we are with Claire with her insane head of snacks. Yeah, she brought some snacks. Treats. Oh, my God. I'm so excited to delve into this. But we were just really briefly touching on the fact that Claire is about our age, like early 30s, and has already started 
two brands that are already sort of flourishing, which is totally wild. Well, one has already fully flourished and the other is in the midst of flourishing. So <laughs> pubescent. Pubescent. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So she's the creator of Dada Snacks. And what is Dada Snacks? I mean, let's just like get into it. Let's get into it. So Dada is, in my mind, this daily lifestyle company that kind of straddles the arena of snacking and uh, and how we snack, what we snack, where we snack, who we snack with, and all the kind of accoutrements that should be involved in snacking. Um, to right. me, snacking has this weird taboo of like this, you know, ooh, I did it all. I did it. I ate the whole bag. I, I did a bad thing. I did a bad thing. <laughs> There's really like two, there are two legs of the company. And one is this like really aesthetically yeah. um, minded portion of data. And then there's this like crazy health portion of data, which I have a degree in integrated nutrition. Like I, wow. like I could kind of put a lot of muscle behind that yeah. part too. Yeah. But because I have never been a nutritionist, I've never worked a day in nutrition in my life. I didn't want that to drive the conversation of data because people would be like, who the F is she? Like, why should she be talking about health and yeah. nutrition? So you know, I have started five stories, so I have a decade worth of fashion and culture and designed yeah. um, experience. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to have that drive the company. And to go back to like indulging and to um, and hosting, like for us, your snacks should be so elevated. They should be so beautiful that you'd bring it to a dinner party or a dinner right. table or well, I was all those things. At that and thinking like you could also just decant these into beautiful bowls and like that's your you know aperitif snack should we segue into the oh head my. that we're sitting in front of yes, yes. oh my god so this everything. is part of our dinner party hacking set oh, so perfect and so our dinner party hacking set comes with a multi-serve um of cauliflower popcorn vegan gluten-free dairy-free 43 calories a serving um and Basically, what you would do is with Listen to the noise it sounds like Christmas. Also, the packaging is so it's so good. And yeah, I mean, it's extremely chic. Can we just pause and say that what we are describing, Claire has brought? It's literally like a profile of a head made of foam, and it's bright green, and it's got what is this like a? So it's one thing we should say. Yes, it looks like styrofoam. But it's actually called EPP. It's an environmentally friendly, 100% recyclable equivalent you to styrofoam. Are preaching to the converter. Yeah. Oh so my God. we are we are a 100% plastic-free company. <gasps> Thank you. Um, so everything we do, if it feels garbagey, it's not. We've gone oh, yeah. to sustainable packaging people to help us. Oh, That's my God. Awesome. So you have your hors d'oeuvres, the cheesy color cauliflower popcorn, or you would have the almond butter Brussels sprouts. <sighs> Um, you open up the package, you pour it in a bowl, and all of a sudden, we call it a hacking set because you don't have to do anything. Yeah. You're, you have, you know, our tagline is you're having dinner Oprah over for dinner or you're having your, like, sweaty soul cycle friends. They're still going to be like, ooh, we're having no d'oeuvres tonight? Like, yeah. ooh, she's <laughs> going for a problem. That's so we're chic derbs? of you. Yeah. <laughs> and then also in the set would be um, our napkin rings, our place cards. Wait, I didn't see these on the website. Yeah, our oh. napkin rings, our place cards. Um, and then our truffle set, which I think you saw, which yeah. are in the shape of lips and eyes. And that. so we say, you know, you usher your friends over to the table all of a sudden, you can have a paper napkin, you can have a satin napkin, but you have a napkin ring. And everyone's like, oh, my God, you yeah. have napkin rings? Right. Like, 
Well, this wow. is like Ari and I talk about part of part of this podcast and part of why we wanted to start it is because we were always hosting people and people would come over and be like, oh, it's so fancy. Oh, you set a table. And it's actually it takes so little effort to just elevate something and make it a mm-hmm. little bit more beautiful and a little bit more special. I, and this and is these like are the such, ultimate. These are such easy little things. That's why we call it the hacking set because yeah. you buy this set. And it's so it's a set for four people, mm-hmm. but like you can always you can add into your cart, you know, like four extra napkin rings if you right. needed oh, it. Oh. And then you have the truffles for your dessert. So we oh. said like the only Mad Lib blank space, like the noun, is the meal. Right. And the meal could be sweet green or it could be like caviar and baked potatoes. It it doesn't matter. They right. still deserve a napkin ring and a place card. Yeah. And then so the head um, I also brought you all chocolate just oh. to eat. Oh, my it. God. Um, the head basically serves two purposes. Obviously, it holds the snacks, but this is a serving piece for the truffles. So you can put the truffles on and you literally serve it. Oh, my God. <laughs> or it's just so, so well you're thought like, out. It on the neck. It is. Like- so this is um, an acrylic piece of uh, in the shape of a head. It's green. It says awesome. Dada. It has like a cute eyelash on it um and the neck is like you can hold it and you would put the um the eyes and the lip truffles they're in very cute surrealist like shapes and you can serve it to people and also when you put it on a table it like makes a cool little cut out you know let's open that because i'm starving by the way so So you can open this baby up and like if you wanted to you can fill it up the head as like a ball you know people would fill it up um, I mean, we could put a little bit in here if you guys want to. Just to see. Oh, and the sound. So cool. <laughs> I feel like I'm at the movies with this popcorn. <gasps> okay, um, so it's teeny little cauliflower for it. So, yeah. So one big thing we were mm. talking about, like other snack brands, is that I have been eating health food my whole life. Mm. And I realized I'd go to these health food stores and I'd look at their, like, you know, beautiful wall of snack food. And um, they'd all be like spinach, you know, broccoli chips and you'd Mm -hmm. open up every bag and they were a square or a circle or you know a triangle and you'd be like where the f are the veggies right Right. and then you'd look at the first ingredients ingredient and it's like cassava flour or Mm -hmm. potato starch and you're like that's not a brussels sprout chip right so we're going back to sustainability we're like an extremely transparent company so when we say we're giving you cauliflower like you open it up and it's cauliflower. Cauliflower. Like, you open this up. I love that. And those are Brussels, Brussels sprouts. sprouts. They're just Brussels sprouts. Can we talk mm. briefly about health food? Because sure. I am a I love a health food store. Yeah. Like I feel like that's how I grew up. Yes. When I walk into a health food store, I'm like, I'm home. Thank God. They kind of smell like wheatgrass. There are exactly. cloudy bins where you can mm-hmm. like make your own trail mix yep. and you're like this is like it. in any other place, you'd be like, this is disgusting. Infested with like disease, and there you're just like, I want clumpy granola. Exactly. I was a freak when I was young. Like, I wrapped everything in seaweed. I brought protein powder to ice cream stores. I was. And was that because you were like, it makes me feel good, or because you wanted to look good, or was it a combo, or was your mom really into it? Like, what what brought you? So, my family was the opposite of health food. Oh, that's crazy. Like, really? But um, I was very lactose intolerant as a child. Mm. So I always understood intuitively that there were things that make you feel good and there were things that make you feel like crap. Mm-hmm. And like pizza and ice cream parties, like love them, came home, cried my eyes out. I was like, I've never been in so much pain. Right. And like when my mom would like feed me, you know, chicken and broccoli, I'd be like, I feel fine. Mm-hmm. So... I always had that sense of like, wow, food has a po- has power, which I think when we're young we don't really understand no, it. We're I just think most people discover that in their like late twenties. Yeah. So I 
would then go to these health food stores and I'd be like, can I take something? Give me something so that like I don't that I doesn't hurt me when I eat mm-hmm. dairy. And like the people there would be like, you shouldn't be eating dairy. Like your body's just saying don't eat dairy. And I was like, oh, OK. And like I would just ask them questions. And then they're like, you know what? If you want like you could food could actually make you feel like amazing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, like what? And they gave me wheatgrass shots. So I was like a weird 14-year-old that was like obsessed with wheatgrass. And my mm-hmm. brother used to always say to me, be like, don't ever tell anyone about all these weird things you do. This isn't cool. This is weird. And so I Obviously always, he was older. Yeah, he's four years older than I was. He's like, if you want any guys yeah. to yeah. like you, like, like, <laughs> like your breath smells like garbage. <laughs> You're like, yeah, here. but my insides are stinging. <laughs> and, um, but that's why I never went into f- food until now. Mm-hmm. It was just, I I remember my brother was like, don't, like, that's not what you should be doing with your life. And I right. was like, oh, like art. So I was, I worked in the art world for a long time. And so that's why the name is Dada. The Dada is based off the Dada art movement, mm-hmm. breaking the rules, mm-hmm. all this stuff. So if you are in the mood to really indulge in a way that's not like, okay, I know that what I'm doing is so good for my body, but you're like, okay, I'm just going to give myself a night of whatever the fuck I want. Mm-hmm. What would that be? Oh, where do I begin? Um, mm-hmm. Well, I think alcohol always like kinds of kind of feels indulgent, mm-hmm. and if it doesn't, like it should. Like alcohol is an indulgence, right. um, <laughs> so I think like something like be like a martini always feels like indulgent to me. Like mm-hmm. it always feels like ooh, I don't know. I could be on my couch, but if you have a martini, it's like it's a thing. Yes. Totally. Um, I chocolate to me is super indulgent. When I was in school for integrative nutrition, I had to concept a diet. And mm-hmm. so I wanted a diet where there was no food that was like off limits ever. Right, huh? I mean, obviously, things that are off limits are processed food, mm-hmm. things that are literally made of garbage like that mm-hmm. you shouldn't be eating. But like I never understood people who are on like keto diet or this diet when they're right. like, I can't have bread. I can't have that. I was like, no, we can have anything like mm-hmm. the earth provided us ingredients and we should always be able to eat but my philosophy was like what you combine your foods with is actually what affects your digestion and how Mm -hmm. and gaining weight so it's all about like you know if you're eating carbs carbs will actually never make you fat it's what you're eating them with Mm. so like i eat potatoes like all the time Mm -hmm. but if you put steak with a potato like that's when you get fat oh so did you do like you study like food combining so that was what i ended up doing so Mm -hmm. i don't really think of things as like super indulgent Mm -hmm. because everything to me is like someone would be like "Ooh, like you know grilled cheese well i don't really eat grilled cheese but like i can like go to a restaurant eat like the whole bread basket and like that's indulgent but i don't actually like feel right like finessed no, I totally, by it. Well, and we talk a lot about this, about the idea of like, obviously a health dietary restriction is very different, but, but these, these diets that are so restrictive that I think they drive you crazy because you. suddenly you see a piece of bread and you start right. salivating and being like, that's bad. And then you have a drink and you're like, oh my God, I need the bread so bad. And you eat a loaf. It's like the it. one night stand of food. Mm-hmm. Like people right. drink and they're like, I just want to have sex. People drink and they're like, I'm just going to eat the pizza oh, and totally. then the ice cream and I'm right. just going to do it. I'm going oh, like, to I'm going to do it. And, and tomorrow it's like, it's just, it was one night. It's right. fine. Oh, totally. Right. Exactly. It's like my cheat meal. Because it's right. just like. So, but my indulgence would be like a really gooey chocolate chip cookie mm-hmm. to me. Like mm-hmm. I'll just do it. Mm-hmm. I don't yeah. even, I don't ask questions. Like if that would be like. 
Just, just like questions. this is like now I'm thinking like the one night you came when from. when I said one night stand I literally was like that's me in that chocolate chip cookie it's like <laughs> gooey and gross and I don't want your I don't want to know your name right. <laughs> let's keep the lights off yeah, let's do yeah. this so that's indulgent and like when you throw a dinner party yeah. you generally err on the side of healthy things or well I really do believe and this is like a little trite is that like if you have an if you have amazing ingredients like the food will taste good totally. like you give people an awesome crudite from the farmer's market yeah. with like really delicious dips. Like they're not going to be like, Oh, this is a vegan order. Right. Thing. I'm not a big person of like pushing veganism mm-hmm. on my guests. Cause they're not. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always get like highest level of ingredients for people. Uh, yeah. Chocolate's good. I'm sorry. I'm eating zero grams so of sugar. What? Zero. What is in it? Uh, powder? Oh, cinnamon. So, good. so what we did oh was, gosh. yeah, to get the zero grams of sugar, Ooh. we upped we upped triggers in people's brains that make you feel like it's sweet. Oh, it's science. So ci- cinnamon is a trigger. Anyone who puts eats cinnamon, they automatically think sweet. This is sweet. This is dessert. This is indulgent. This is something. That's crazy. It is. It is like it doesn't taste distinctly like cinnamon. No, it's, it's cinnamon like, is oh, the trigger to make right. you the feel. Texture. The texture is yeah. really good. We worked. Fantastic. This is my my third manufacturer for chocolate because I waited till I. Same thing goes back to like when I throw a dinner party. Like we needed the highest level of ingredients. We needed like the best people to do it. So yeah. Well, because I eat dark chocolate yeah. every day, every night. Yeah, multiple mm-hmm. times a day mm-hmm. usually, and that's something that I I think like that to me is something that's a quote unquote indulgence in the sense of it's something that I love that is delicious that makes me feel like cozy Mm -hmm. and happy (laughs) yeah you know and like but but i think that a lot of other people would be like oh my god you eat chocolate every day like that's so that's crazy but it's not because it's good chocolate it's like high quality it's dark chocolate and it makes you feel good right and you're not eating a snickers at every meal it's just like right like some people like if you would eat a dunkin donut every day like it actually wouldn't make you feel good like you like yeah it might emotionally make you feel good but like you're you kind of feel gross but like great dark chocolate especially like coming from like a healthy mindset like is the best thing is actually the best dessert you could ever eat yeah the best it's so good so talking about like when i throw a dinner party i like to do i like like theatrical moments so oh my god hit us with all of them Oh, yes. you want to hear the theater? theater. Yes. yes. So I'm actually throwing a dinner party on Friday, and one of the utensils at the table, there's a knife, a fork, a spoon, a paintbrush. And so all the dishes are going to have dip, multiple dips because I don't really know, or like sauces, and you never know what, like a sauce can either make or break a meal for someone. So they're going to have little sauces, and you put your paintbrush and you paint on oh. your food. Oh, my <laughs> Wait, I feel like you should be the one who has a podcast about the party. This would literally never occur to us. We're like, what's the then theme of South Beach? <laughs> Wait, try this. I mean, I, sh- I really oh, want to my Oh, my God. Yeah. For our launch party, we sold, we served Dover Soul in the sole of a shoe. Yeah. Did you oh, see that? my God. And I wanted to ask about the your cater, the our story course. Yes. That's, they're like, I've done this before. That's a friend how, of mine had his birthday, and it was incredible. Yeah. Wait, but I have to oh. I have to plug the chef, because the chef is who concepted his name is <laughs> Bezad Damshidi. And, like, he never really got the credit he deserved. He concepted this 
Oh, yeah. It, was in, Sh- Jimmy it, was, a, it <laughs> was in a Jimmy shoe. It was a Jimmy. It was like a soul in parchment paper in a Jimmy Choo shoe. It's so Dada. It's very Dada. So it was the whole dinner was very surrealism. And, exactly. and the best part, wait, I got to show you the best part. The best oh part was the dessert we'll orgy. Post. When you have a very formal dinner, and some people aren't used to formal dinners, right? Like they don't want to like sit. At a table, they're used to like more like couchy. No, you they, you got to break yourself of that habit yeah. if that's your thing. But like we had everyone sit at these you know super formal tables. I'm showing everyone an image of like what was happening. Then for the dessert, we called it a dessert orgy. We invited everyone into the kitchen, and we just smeared oh, yeah, mousse, Gladwell. yeah, mousse and cake and dada truffles all over the Lisa. counter, and we just gave everyone a spoon, and we're like. Just have at it, like, yes. like culinarily masturbate all over the thing yes. together. Wow! For the hors d'oeuvres for this dinner party on Friday, I am getting a sturgeon and scooping out the belly and making caviar like flow oh. out of the belly. Oh my god! It's gonna smell so bad, but I think it's gonna be okay. Well, are you gonna get a fresh <laughs> sturgeon or are you gonna get like a smoked sturgeon? I think like a smoked one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it won't smell bad. It's just oh, gonna smell like smoked so fish, delicious. which right. is it? I mean, I think just that smells like, delicious, right? But, oh, but like, think of the visual of that it. is. Yeah, I mean, we're gonna, oh, it's gonna see be it. So sparkly. Oh my god! You have to take god. So, so many pictures. So, so, many pictures. so pictures. what will you serve with that? Because this, yeah. so it's already starting at a level that's like high, 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 high level. Like what? Like what's the whole run yeah. of the show? I mean, I can tell you the whole menu yeah. right now. Yeah, that's I want like, to see here so the like. so the theme is called cocktails and Caravaggio. Um, <laughs> How many people? Thirty people. Okay, which in is your hu- in, your in my in my house. Okay, um, which all is, seated. All seated. We're doing it in a cross. I'm doing a cross shape. Yeah. Yes, you yes, are. Yes, you are. Caravaggio. Which I've never seen anyone do a cross-shaped I've table. I've actually always thought I don't want to get married, but if I ever did, I would do it like that. I would just do like it's, a gigantic. It's verse. actually so cozy to mm-hmm. think about it. First, I was thinking of doing a T shape, but then like the person at the end of They're each really, T yeah. is so far. So yeah. I was like, if we do a cross, which goes with the whole like Caravaggio theme, this is exactly. the thing. So we can go step by step. Mm-hmm. So dried vegetable chips, cornucopia. So it would be our data mm-hmm. alongside like beet chips. And we want it to be like really like beautiful and colorful. And will the chef make the beet chips? So, like you have a dehydrator in the house? Yes. You have a dehydrator in got the house, a, I got a R&D this sh- yeah. shit in my kitchen. Yeah. Um, oh my God. Then we have the whole smoked sturgeon stuffed yeah, with caviar, sourdough buckwheat bellinis, and mascarpone creme. Um, and then we'll just do a cured salami and olive kind of. Another big like hack is like, m- just think of like beautiful things. Think of like mm-hmm. different color olives, different color dried fruit, different color like salamis. Think of like cutting boards. Cutting boards to me are like so beautiful. Not cutting mm-hmm. boards, like the, you know the boards when you put cheeses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I always like look to board. yeah. Like mm-hmm. I always look to like um, like fine art still lives to like inspire. The dinner. For sure. Or well, like those, this, old, no, no, those old school, like I think about like the Dutch paintings. Yeah. Like Caravaggio or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. or like figs to me. Like figs to me are the most beautiful thing that ever was. Well, I think yes. it's this idea of bounty and part of what makes something look bountiful is A, not only like fresh fruits and vegetables, but like these colors and like you're saying like different kinds of olives and olives are shiny because they have, you know, oil all over them right. and like shiny fatty pieces of meat yeah. and like cheeses and ooey gooey and all of these different textures and colors and yeah and i just i never wanted people to think that like it's mental gymnastics to like 
Like, you don't have to have a sturgeon with caviar coming out. Like, you don't need that. Like, you can literally go to your local bodega and buy, like, three different kinds of apricots, a bunch of nuts, and break up dark chocolate and invite people over. And, like, next thing you know, you have this, like, beautiful thing happening. Oh, I wanted to ask you about tablescapes and setting tables because you have such a defined aesthetic. Mm-hmm. So tablescape, I like it to be edible because I I always think that like some people are too nervous to go back up and get if you do a buffet, get more food. Everyone's mm-hmm. always, like you you never want people to be hungry, so you I always want food in the middle of the table. So for this dinner, we're gonna do like a bunch of different breads with knives so that people can cut the knives. They use their paintbrush, different kinds of butter, so you can butter it with your paintbrush. Um, Whoever drops out on Friday, we're <laughs> sure. we'll dress Wait, up as caterers. We're happy to. Um, <laughs> to go to the like Caravaggio, we have potted hen broth with turnip dumpling. Oh, this is another idea I had, which I'm realizing we are actually going forward with it. We're doing little like herb, um, like little herb, not trees, but little plants. Yeah, and everyone yeah, yeah. gets like a little um, scissor. And you can like uh-huh. cut your own dill, or if you don't want dill and you want rosemary, if you yeah. want like that, like so everyone can cut their own little thing. Oh my god! Yeah, another like easy dish that I was like go back to visuals. Like I was like, there's like a million different colored lettuce and endives. Like you can do an yes. ombre. Oh, I love that. Just like literally yep. buy ten different shades, grill them with olive oil and salt, and like just do like this weird ombre like long platter. Of, yes. like, different types of endives. Like, that's beautiful. Oh, so beautiful. It's such beautiful. a great—it's like nature's spoon. Nature's spoon. <laughs> I mean, such a great receptacle for a dip. Another thing is using vegetables as, like, the bowl. Like, so a right. lot of people don't have china. So, like, buy a bunch of cute little squash, baked squashes, you know, scoop them out yes. and use them. So we're putting, like, braised fennel inside a squash. Mm-hmm. It also sounds so delicious. God, I love fennel in any form. Me too. Also using vegetables as vases. So, like, imagine if you had, like, a purple cabbage and you core it out and you put, like, florals in it. <laughs> My mouth is it. hanging open. <laughs> I'm really like, I quit. <laughs> yeah. We have to quit this podcast after this episode. No, you guys are actually, actually going to, like, you might just... We're going to lose our shit. Then there's going to be a white truffle risotto, so it's going to be crazy. Delicious. Uh, and then we're just doing a classic veal cutlet milanese with lemon wedges, Ugh. hot pumpkin bread pudding with vanilla sauce. Oh, my God. Did you God. send your menu to the guests? No. Okay. Wow. And this is not something I do, like, every week. This, like, my, my birthday was on Monday, and I— I didn't—I spent the whole day on a plane. Uh-huh. And so I was like, fuck it. Like, Happy I want to have people over. So I— concepted this whole thing in the last like 72 hours what yeah oh to me this is you've been slaving over this for three weeks that is oh, no. unbelievable and one thing i was going to say is um for the tablescape it should always be edible so like a lot of this stuff that we're i'm already buying for yes so it's like buy the fennel for the dish but then take fennel like put it on the table put florals involved i i love to have artificial fruits and vegetables you do i love it because i always reuse it i like think of as going back to like pinterest boards like go to still life paintings and just see what painters decided to paint and that's what you should use on your table like artichokes eggplants citrus all that yeah squash and it's also if people like if there are things that are not edible in that moment meaning like nobody's gonna dig in and eat a raw eggplant right you just use it and you cook it later like it doesn't it doesn't have to become waste 
for it's sure. It's just like you're you're using it for your tablescape, and then later on, it becomes your your grilled eggplant that you're having like with your boyfriend or whatever. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know? I think, and like that's a fun part. And also, like, if you do want to buy or invest a little in, like, these artificial, like, grapes. Uh-huh. Like, I use these artificial grapes all the time. I love that. Well, what's also fun about that is that I think there's this idea of, you know, artificial fruits and stuff that feels really cheesy. It feels really old school. Right. And that's such a great thing to bring in, I think, is this idea of a reference. And I actually feel like this whole thing and the candle— so the candle is like a five-fingered candle with long nails, and the nails are the wicks, which is so genius. And it's only wicked on four fingers, so when you melt it, it's a, it has a middle finger. Uh, <laughs> I actually have the inverse. I was in I, Portugal. I have one of those. Yeah, and I bought a, a candle, and it was in the middle finger, so now I just have like a gigantic <laughs> divot in the yeah. center of the hand. But I think all of this spirit of irreverence, it's like bringing beauty and indulgence and blending it with something that's totally like putting a Dover soul into a Jimmy Choo. It's all is supposed insane. to be cheeky. It's, so it's like it's, exactly. it's like it's like we're taking ourselves extremely seriously, but we're we're not. Like like this is ephemeral. This is like we're eating it. It's right. mm-hmm. little Cinderella esque. Like it's here today, gone tomorrow. Um, yeah. So we, and like you know, we're not curing cancer. We're just having dinner parties. Yeah. And like there has to be that reference point of like. This is fun. This is yes. flirty. This is not the most important thing. But if you make it like, if you make it important in your life, like you'll actually be like happier. Yeah. Yes. So, what do you like to wear when you host? Great question. So I really invest in very chic pajama-like clothing. Mm-hmm. Love it. Um, I find that. You never want to dress up for your own dinner party because people will oh you open that door that first person's like oh my god I'm wearing jeans oh my god I feel terrible like right. so I love like caftans or big you know you know like my husband calls them woo woo coats like they're like velvet you know robe esque things yes. or or just like really really beautiful silk pajamas that people you know design now to wear out. I also, like, go vintage hunting on, like, first dibs for, like, old, like, poochie ensembles that are, yes. like, pajama-like. Yes. Because I I like to be, you know, chic, but I always think you should feel comfortable. Yeah. Especially ne- because it's your house. Exactly. Like, it's just—you've already worked very hard to have this dinner party, so you don't want to, like, look like you worked really hard on your outfit right. as well. Well, and something that's so fun about a pajama or a robe or a— I mean, a caftan I have, I have written here. I'm wearing a caftan, if you must know. Um, <laughs> yeah. But is it then you can dress it up with, like, a huge piece of jewelry, like, you know, yes. just some crazy cheap earrings that are plastic or whatever. It doesn't matter, but just something big that then that can be, like, the statement thing. But I think For all sure. these colors and but also, also a spirit of irreverence. Like, there's a yes. little bit of that in there. Yes. It's like, I'm hosting you, but I'm already in my pajamas. Exactly. And I always think so, like, you don't ever want to overthink anything, but, like, the hostess, like what, whatever she's exhibiting, whether that's her clothing, her, you know, like her body language, like you, she's the bear, like the marker for the night. So like yeah. if you're opening the, the door and you're so comfortable, you're in these like right. gorgeous silk pajamas, like they're comfortable. Right. You know, I always sit on the floor when people mm-hmm. come. I always sit on the floor no matter what. Yeah. And like, that's a little weird. Some people will be like, why are you sitting on the floor? Like it just shows that like while there's caviar being like spewed out of this belly of a sturgeon, like <laughs> we're comfy here. Yeah. Right. I'm not wearing any shoes. Like yeah. we're okay. Right. Um, I think music is a huge, 
huge thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, what will you play on Friday? I have um, a playlist. It's public. Is it like opera? No. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's songs that, like, make me feel, like, like stuff. Like, make me feel stuff. I mean, right now. Um, it's, I was thinking, like, Caravaggio. Is it, like, you know, dramatic? No. Like, so Italian? it doesn't—I don't think everything—so, right. I think a theme is really fun. Right. But it's yeah. a little scary if you, like, can't get off the theme. Sure. Um, I also, like, love, like, 70s. Yeah. What kind of alcohol will you serve? Like, what's your usual alcohol situation? Do you have, like, a full bar, bartender, whole thing? So I usually have waiters—so another thing about hostessing is— I mean, it's not cheap, but like you could, you can always find an s- extra set of hands for not expensive. Mm-hmm. Really, really can, especially if it's like for the be- like for an hour of cocktail party. Like you could, pay, you can throw someone like thirty bucks or forty bucks to like just like help you out with drinks. Right. Mm-hmm. I always think that like if the hostess is sitting in the beginning of the like the first hors d'oeuvre she's not running up she's not doing like xyz like get your freaking brother to come and do it like it's like no but really because like if the hostess is running back and forth to the kitchen no one's no one's relaxed also like what's the point of having people over if you're not able to talk and hang yeah so i personally have waiters most of the time um i serve a full bar Mm -hmm. but some people like don't but i think that like everyone should be able to like Drink their house to their heart's content. Right. It's like if you want the Negroni, you get the Negroni. If you want yes. a martini, you get a martini. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I also like putting alcohol on the table. Mm-hmm. Mm. Especially like wine. You just don't, you never want someone like looking around yep. for a bottle. Yeah. Um, I know. We um, put out red and white. Yes. That. And will you buy like a case of each and then just serve the same white all night long? Yes. All the same wine. Yeah. I don't believe in pouring like really expensive wine. I just don't get mm-hmm. it. I think there's, like, such beautiful, good wine that's not expensive. Well, I also think it's, like, if that's your thing. Right. And, like, you care so deeply about that. Like, you've invested in these bottles and you've had people over who you really want to share them with. That's great. Right. But for, like, a 30-person dinner, no, no, no. No. Well, maybe you can, but it's, like, it's actually maybe not the place that you want to be spending your money. Especially because you want there to be a lot of it. So, like, you would rather have things flowing than be like, well, I only bought 10 bottles. So, don't drink. T- yeah, yeah, I'm very into people getting real soused at like my ha- dinner party. I call it hammer timed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. It's like I want people to leave and text me the next morning and be like, oh, my God, I, I hope nice. I was okay. I'm like, yeah, you were fine. I was I was more drunk. Don't I worry. mean, it's <laughs> what has happened in our apartment. I, I think there's something. I do think apartments have energy. My apartment fuels like there's something about this apartment. I don't know. People... Do like let's just say people like go to the bathroom and do weird things uh-huh. and like I'm like what is happening? I'm a child. Thirties. Well, like people did that. Good energy. <laughs> Wait, another thing I do, and I do not promote smoking, but I do always have three different types of cigarettes in like these boxes in my living room. Because you never want some—there's always going to be someone at some point at a dinner like, oh, I'm dying It's funny. Cigarette. I keep cigarettes in my house, too, and my yeah. boyfriend just moved in with me, and he just quit smoking. Oh, and he's and like, he's I like, can't believe you're just keeping these around. <laughs> like, well, they're for other people. They're not yeah. for you. But I think it is nice to just have It's part of, like, the just whole— case. Yeah. Yeah. I always think about, like, a dinner party almost like a, like, like a hotel, like a, hospi- a hospitality moment. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like— what does the customer need? Like, yeah. what could I get for them? What, you know, you know, when you call room service and you're like, not room service, you call like housekeeping and you like need something so specific. And they're yes. like, we'll be right up with it. And you're like, I love this. Yeah. Hotel. yeah. That's I'm kind of what there. it's like. Yeah. 
Totally. It's true. And it's like, how do I want to make the, the customer feel? Like, what's the vibe that... And, it's such a nice gift to give someone besides just, like, what they're eating. Right. Just, like, I'm going to give you this this whole night mm-hmm. and, and the sensibility of this night and, and a feeling. And it's a, a collective feeling because we're all listening to the same music and eating the same thing. And that's why it's so I was think I also think a take-home is very Ooh. cool. Very I was just cool. thinking about making some little granola things for people on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that's You're going to be like, well, my take-home thing is not. Well, just give, them the, <laughs> give them one of our cards. Yeah, exactly. yeah, you're right. Well, I made these stickers. But, so. no, well, that's why we came up with this. Um, our, one of our snacks, it's actually launching um, – in a few weeks, is are these? So it's the chocolates I gave you. So they come <gasps> in these little cigarette boxes. Beautiful. And oh, it's just that's three an chocolates. Gift. Yeah, and they're ten dollars. And like, that's such a good. Yeah, such a good. And I do think that's also a nice. People appreciate it so much. So because much. Because they think, oh, we went above and beyond. And it's like, no, I still It goes back to hospitality. I... It goes back to a restaurant. You've left those restaurants. They're like, here's a bunt cake for tomorrow morning. You're and like, you're like, what? Yeah. Take me home with you. I love you. Yeah. Marry yeah. me. Yeah. Just elevate. Even if like something went wrong earlier in the meal, when you get like a little thing of cookies in a bag, you're like, oh, this is my favorite restaurant yeah. ever in the whole world. So it's like such low hanging fruit of like hospitality. Yes. I also, know, like true. bathroom moments in. <gasps> Or is huge. Huge. Like, bathroom moment? <laughs> like a good bathroom. Oh, no, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like to go in you there. can live in a studio, you can live in a 19 bedroom, but like the bathroom that people use when they're yes. like you the night of your dinner party, like put out like a cool candle and some cool like like almost make it like an amenity yeah. thing. Yeah. Some mints. And people are like, oh my god, I feel like I'm gonna win. Yes, right. amazing. Yeah. You want Tans- people to want to yeah. steal things, like everything. Yes, it goes back to like making people feel really comfortable. People are like, oh my, like, oh, who are that. you? But Just like, you went to Dwayne Reed and you literally bought like, I don't know, like cover up and put it in a bag. Right. Yeah. I'm just making the like going back to giving the take home like that the night is not over yet. Right. That they're gonna take it with them. And it's so also considered, especially in a place like New York, like some of your guests are going up the block, but some other people from are coming from Brooklyn or Queens. Right. Like they, it's going to take them an hour. So like maybe on the subway or in the car, they can like have a bite of chocolate. It's right. just so, yeah. so considerate. Yeah. So to wrap this up, yeah. what is the greatest dinner party you've ever been to or thrown? How can we even? I mean, now I'm like, wow. The greatest dinner party I've ever been to or thrown. I mean, it was my data launch, 100%. I mean, I went to Food Emporium. I bought fruits and vegetables. I spray painted them gold. I had malachite tablecloths. I mean, we... Took all the super food, super ingredients um, from our snacks, and we personified them. And then they did interpretive dances of like we had a ma- we had this man who who like literally became matcha. We had moringa and shisandra, and oh we had these God. gorgeous women like dancing to what they thought shisandra would feel like wow. and be like. Um, so it's fully, it's actually like the Dada art movement meeting the Dada snacks. Right. Yes. I mean, it's it it's was the, mind blowing. Oh, wow. Um, we're going to be uploading our website still like in Perfect. limbo, but we're going to be uploading like a video from it and you can really like be there and see it. I mean, it was crazy. It was crazy. Unbelievable. So that was it. That was it. Wow. And just because, like, now I'm so intrigued, how often will you throw a dinner party, like the one that you're throwing on Friday? Like, how often will you do So, to like that? that extent, probably twice a year. Like, okay. that is a—but I, I throw one once a month with, like, waiters and, like, tape, like, 
and I make it pretty. And right, like, like something that you try for, but not right. as necessarily as. And like portray. I'll make it look, you know, the way I should. Like I'll, I can do this, you know, ten times a year. Right. Um, but to the extent of that menu, probably like twice a year, and then we do like little, young, like smaller versions of it. Yeah. And then I mean, I have people over where like I order in, and I actually like. Food, Chinese food, and I put the right. thing on the yeah, table. Yeah, and yeah. Of course, you have like a, a regular night with yeah. your friends, and you hang around. Right, it's a different thing. But it's a different thing. But it's like not like the yeah, core, true. and then the whole point of this is that like there, the umbrella of dinner party can is has a very big spectrum, and like people shouldn't be scared to just invite people over yeah. to eat Chinese food out of the container. But like maybe put your Dada napkin ring and place card in front of their. Plate. 100%. Amen. Amen. Oh, what an episode. Wow, how do we go on? I'm ready to go buy a whole sturgeon and have caviar pouring out of its stomach. Oh my God. I mean, just the images. Yeah, her aesthetic imagination and creativity and... It knows no bounds. No, it doesn't. It makes me feel like my imagination is so extremely limited. When I throw a dinner party, I'm like, well, I don't know. What kind of pasta are we going to have? Well, she's just such a visual person. Like, that comes first. Whereas with you, you might be thinking about the flavors. Like, how that sturgeon's belly is going to taste. But thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you, as always, to our fantastic editor, Colin. Oh, my God. Colin, what would we do without you? Oh, no. Would it be you and I, like, sitting over Twisted Wave being like, whoa, what is editing software? (laughs) Forever. Forever. Yeah. Thank you to New Neighborhood. Thank you to our producer, Rebecca Cobert. To Ad Large, to Authentic. And to all of you guys. Now go and throw yourself a decadent, healthy, kind of spooky party. (laughs) And happy pre-Halloween. Ooh, happy pre-Halloween. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.